Good evening, everybody. If I sound like I'm a little stuffed up, it's because I'm getting over a cold. But never mind all that. I got some sponsors I got to thank. Right, Sean? Yeah, thank those people. Those peoples? Those, those peoples. This podcast is brought to you by Chocaloha. Go to Chocaloha.com and check out some of the latest dope gear from Chocaloha. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio, get 20% off. Tell them I sent you. They might throw you a little extra love when you get your package. Pick up uh, some of their new collab shirts that they got going on right now. And uh, you might as well stock up for the holidays, right? Why not? Why not? I mean, they are coming up. November, Black Friday will be here before you fucking know it. Right. I mean, you didn't need to curse about it, but okay. I, 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 I appreciate don't, that. Don't judge me. Anyway, go check out Chocoloha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Get 20% off. And always check out Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co. You still have time to pick up some of the Save the Tatas soap bars. A uh, dollar from every sale of that bar goes to proceeds for breast cancer awareness and I believe research too. Don't quote me on it. Go check out the website if you want more information. Use the promo code JJ Radio. Get 10% off. They have uh, liquid soap stuff too now, and that's limited edition, so go pick it up because they have a limited run of that. Then go check out my homie over at giraffechoke.com. Use the promo code JJRadio, get 20% off all orders of $50 or more. He's actually, uh, he sent a package out to us, so I'm going to hook you up with a, with a giraffe choke shirt. Finally, I see it on Mario Sperry. Yeah. But not me. Who's well, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say Mario Sperry has dibs before you do. Prove on, it. On pretty much anything. Prove it. I, I think it's. I can win that bet. Go to, to uh, draftchoke.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio. Get 20% off that $50 or more order. Plus, we have a new one. You got some news for me, Sean. What, do we, what else do we have? Well, what, what we what, have what, is we what, do what? have a new sponsor on board. Now, this, unfortunately for all you people who do live outside of Palm Beach County or outside of South Florida, it sucks for you. But everybody that's inside South Florida, uh, our local surf shop, uh, Nomad Surf Shop, has just celebrated their 50-year anniversary, 50 years of Stoke. Let them know that you heard about them on Jiu-Jitsu Radio, and they will take 10% off whatever you buy. Inside the store. Like everything, everything? Like everything. You want a surfboard? 10% off. Shut up, really? You want a skateboard? 10% off. You want a pair of stance underwear? 10% off. Now, here's the thing. Like, you can still check out what they have online if you go to nomadsurf1968.com, but you're not going to get the sale there. It's actually worth going to the shop because the shop's the, pretty the dope. Shop, the shop is a... It's an iconic piece it's an here iconic, in South Florida. It's, 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 it's a historical piece here in south florida so it's actually worth coming down here if you're ever down here on vacation to go swing by there it's uh it's always cool people working in there so shout out to nomad thank you very much for being a part of the podcast and for the support so make sure you swing by nomad surf shop when you're down here in the delray beach boyton palm beach county area with that being said let's get this party started you can't leave <laughs> Deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, living's in right, jet flying, 
son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators up. Woo! Alrighty then. You know what I watched the other day that kind of lost its luster for me? What? Pacific Rim. Oh, no! Yeah. I was kind of like, I was trying to think out Did why. Did you watch it cut? Is that the problem? No, I just like, I caught it like towards the end of the movie. Like, why do they have to have two people to run the robot? Because the mental, the neural net, the neural capacity of one person, it's too much of an overload. See where it starts to sound like bullshit? Well, the whole thing is obviously bullshit. I mean, like, I, I loved that movie when it first came out. I and still watching love it, it. But like, why do you need two people? But that's why, because they're they're controlling it with their brain. Right, but why did robot jocks only need one person? Because they weren't controlling it with their brain. That, yeah. that was like all mechanical. and all mechanical. That movie was so good. Robot jocks I was working was so in good. the movies when that movie came out. That movie was so good. I watched it like four times. Uh, okay, so just a precursor before we really get going. If I sound like total shit, I got super sick last week. So I'm so glad we did the podcast on Tuesday last week because I got home and I was fine. Woke up feeling okay, and then I started working, and next thing I know, I was done. I was in bed from Wednesday to Sunday. What was his name? Yeah, right? No. I could barely freaking move. I got so delusional. I think I told you this. I got so, like, out there that I forgot that I owned a car. What? Yeah. I was so far gone, and just, you know when you get in that kind of, like, trippy, like, you're really just kind of spaced out? Yeah, um, no, okay. I I got so sick one time, all I could think about was R2-D2, and I don't know why. Yeah, no, I got so gone, like, I was definitely feeling like I was, like, tripping out, that I was like, I need to go outside, I need to get some fresh air, and I walked out, and I saw a car in the driveway, I'm like, whose car is that? Oh, fuck, that's my car. I haven't seen it since Wednesday. That is my car. That's how fucking gone I was. And, like, my nose is still plugged up. I feel a lot better, but I was just complete shit, and I don't know if it was... Partially due to the that flu shot that I got, remember? I, I told you. I don't it's know. It's the devil. I'm so just... That's, that's Big Brother putting all their fucking little nanobots in you. I am not doing that They're tracking again. you. They're I, tracking your bowel movements. Well, I had a lot of those, so they, they definitely got a lot to track. Check out the analytics on that one, buddy. No, it was definitely not fun, so... I'm a little stuffed up. I'm gonna try as much as I can not to sniffle in the in the the microphone. But we're and good. I have I as a precursor as well. I have some, but AIDS. No, well besides that, um, is there any kind of other AIDS besides yeah. butt AIDS? There's mouth AIDS yeah. or something. Okay, super AIDS, super AIDS. Um, I have allergies going on, so that's super fun as is well. Did the red tide hit you? Mm, I wish it was the red tide. It was so, I, I don't even know what it was, but I know I'm sneezing like five, six times Oh, you know what it is? Row. They did, um, did it start this weekend? Yeah. They, they started burning the crops. That's, yeah. yep. That's, that's every, every year, that's, what, that's yeah. when it gets one. They started burning the crops. So for people that don't know, I don't know how they do this like in other parts of the world in the Midwest, but since we have a ton of sugarcane fields here in Florida, every year, I think twice a year, right? I, I, every year, at least once a year, they burn the crops to kind of turn over the, the fields. So if you look out west, all you see is just giant plumes, plumes of, smoke. of smoke. And then you'll be waking up one day and you'll see ashes all over the place. Cars are completely covered in ashes. And to make matters worse, springtime, the pollen gets so crazy, you'll see yellow splashes all over vehicles. It'll be everywhere. Oh, yeah. So... 
allergies are just not fun. But funny enough, my allergies are are least here than when I used to live in Colorado. When I lived in Colorado, my allergies were just dog shit awful. Really? Yeah, like, I never told you this. It's super disgusting, but when I first moved to the United States, we moved to Colorado, out of nowhere, I would get to the point where I would blink, and all of a sudden, my eyes would go white. And I didn't know what it was, and I realized that I would get a film of mucus covering my whole eye. So I ended up looking like... A uh, zombie? Yeah, like all white, all white. I would have to flush my eyes out like five times a day. I would have to clean them out and had no clue what it was. And then when we finally moved to Florida, we realized it was the pollution that was in Colorado. Pollution? Like I thought Colorado was supposed no. to be one of the cleanest states no. ever. No, not at all. But yeah, so... Well, they push it there with that Rocky Mountain High. No, no, that's That John Denver's high. full of shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> but... Oh, there go my headphones. But um, and you woke my dog up. Good job. Nice. Um, Petey is my dog, ladies and gentlemen, and he's me. sitting. He's sitting in here, napping, napping on our couch. I feel bad. The other night, my dog started having nightmares. Oh yeah. I woke up to hearing her like yelp and stuff. I was like, it's like hearing a little kid choke, and I came running out like, what's going on? Who do I have to murder? Um, so. To start off the podcast actually talking about jiu-jitsu, I want to give a shout-out to two good friends of mine, Gilbert Burns and Anna Carolina Vieira. Um, this past weekend, this is like one of the few times where I was coherent in my illness, um, Black Belt Invitational CBD uh, tournament. It was the first time that they had it. I think it was in Las Vegas Las or in Vegas. New York. I'm pretty sure it was it Las Vegas. It was Las Vegas, Vegas right? Um, it was the first time that the women made just as much money in as the men in the $30,000 was $30,000. So, you know what? Let's let's get right into this. How fucking rad is it that you can now make money doing jiu-jitsu? Doing jiu-jitsu. Well, that's the big argument that's going around now for all the pros is there's probably going to be a big dip in people competing in the IBJJF as far as the big names are concerned because they don't get paid. Now, if you're getting $30,000, $10,000, whatever it is, to go compete someplace else, why would you compete at Worlds? Yeah, no no reason. There's absolutely no reason. Why? I mean, there's what you what do you get? You get prestige, but you only get prestige because the best in the world but you were compete getting, there. Right, but if you you're were, already competing against the best in the world for money. Yeah, you do have no need to go you there. You have no need to go Especially there. for free. Like, why would you risk getting injured doing that when you can go do Polaris? You could go do the Invitational CBD, or you can go do... You know, 10th Planet, um, which we call it, EBI, whatever. Yeah. There's tons of other tournaments that you could sit there and go and win money at. There's and I love, I love EBI's uh, bonus structure. Like, Do you? Win. About the getting the tap out faster? Getting the, no, no. What's not even, it's if you get the tap out, you get five grand in your bank that you get to bring to each round. Yeah. You don't get that five grand. Unless you win. Unless, no, no, no. Oh, well, yeah. But you, yeah. but. You can win up to twenty grand if you submit everybody. Yeah, but if you win by points, you don't get that five grand. You just get the prize money that's at the end. Yeah, which is kind of. I mean, I think it should be for every match. You should get to keep that, and you can you can put it up for stakes. That'd be kind of more exciting yeah, if you, you could put it up it. for stake. Yeah, like all right, put it up and then you can double your money, or you just get to keep that and you can win this other one. No, well, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm I, but I like how they do it because it's, it's an incentive based. If you want, oh, you want to make more money. 
fucking tap your dude. Yeah, but I mean, it's incentive based, but then you end up getting screwed over over something as simple as escaping an armbar faster than the other. Yeah, person. but you don't get the five grand for that. Right, but that's, that's only what I'm if saying. it goes into oh, if it goes into overtime. You don't get that shit. Right, but if you go into overtime and you submit, you, you don't, still don't no, get it. Yeah, you don't get it. So that's what I'm saying. Because that's you didn't do stupid. it in the. Right. No, you didn't do it in the in the in the time allowed. I I I. I get it, and I think it's a cool setup, but I think that it's kind of like, it's almost like being an Indian giver. Mm. It's a, you, only, you know you're only going to get it if you submit somebody in that 10-minute in that round. Yeah. If you don't submit them in that 10-minute round, there goes that five grand. I like that idea, though. It makes you go for the kill. And, and EB, you know, and that was the one thing I, I was watching um, in the last Kasai. You know, uh, people were kind of stalling out. At the end of the, of, uh, you know, towards the second and third rounds, like they were just trying to stall out and not go for the kill. Well, because they still had like plenty of other matches. Well, no, go. exactly, I yeah. get that, but it, they'd probably be more action based if they gave them a bonus for every submission they but got. But see, but that's why quintet has an even better structure because one person could end up going against five people, so you are going to want to finish as quickly as possible. To win everything, yeah, I think that's a better structure. I, I love, I love all these little things that are popping up. Yeah, and then the fact that the people are making money is so much better. Yeah, it's, it's so much better. It's awesome that people can make money doing jujitsu. I wish I could make money doing jujitsu. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would love to do well, that. Technically, you do. You teach. Well, I teach, but that's that's not what I mean. I mean, you want to make big money. I'm, no I, whammies. I, I want to. Yeah, I want to fucking. I want to have fun. I want to get. Ten grand in a weekend for fucking rolling well, around. Well, your back's better now, right? It's getting there. Start. start I'm at seventy percent. Get going. We'll see. Did you see the video that I posted about the uh, the kid that wouldn't tap? Yeah, the the guy. Went, yeah, that's a tap, brother. Verbal tap. Well, not even. It's even if you're not verbally tapping. If the ref hears grunts, according to IBJJF rule, I forget how it's worded, but if. A ref hears you making noises that sounds like you're in pain. They can stop it. But either way, if you guys haven't seen it, go check out uh, Jiu-Jitsu Radio Instagram. I took the last minute of the match and I put it up there. Basically, uh, I think it was AGP was the, the tournament. It was a blue belt tournament or a blue belt bracket, I believe. And one guy came up. It's he looked like he was one of those Naga guys. It's like you know, it's like oh, you can't knee bar kind of guys. He got caught. Can't knee bar. Yeah, he got caught in an awesome chain uh, of events as far as leg locked. He got. I want to say it was a straight ankle to a heel hook, and he just wouldn't tap, and the, like he slipped out. And the guy kept on going. He was chaining one right after the other and catching them. Catches him in a triangle, but manages to get pushed out out of bounds so the ref resets him and mind you the kid was getting wrecked pretty good so when he goes to reset him the kid that got uh like ankle locked or whatever he um he was limping but he was trying really hard not to look like he was limping so the ref resets him kid tries to go for a takedown takes him back down again goes for the heel hook and ends up just ranking it ranking it and you hear the kid just grunting slamming the the mat finally the ref is like okay stop stop and the guy you can tell the guy looked up like what'd you stop it for and, and the ref who's like a young up. guy yeah but the ref who's like 
you could tell he's a younger guy. I give him credit because he was being pretty professional. It's like, dude, you can't. You can't sit here and just tough it out like that. Like, I can't have that. So, match is over. And I give props to, to the other guy for keep going. Like, he, no one told you to stop. Like, he doesn't want to tap. He doesn't want to tap. It's his leg. So, I give him credit. But to that guy, you're an idiot, buddy. Well, what I, here's what I tell all my students. Say, look, I want you to fight every choke as hard as you can. Why? Because I can wake your ass up. If you go to sleep, I can wake you up. Yeah. If you get a broken elbow, if you get a ripped shoulder, if you get a ripped knee, I can't put that shit together. I'm not no. magic. You know, I'm not Mr. Miyagi. I can't do the whole clap, mm. put my hands together, make them warm, and then fucking do that shit. Yeah. I don't have that power. It doesn't work that way. But I can wake your ass up. So fight the chokes as hard as you can. Who cares? You go to sleep. As long as it's not like a neck crank. Yeah, it's not a, a neck crank. crank. I'm yeah. saying a choke, not, yeah. a, not, not a neck crank or a windpipe crusher or yeah. any of that shit. But if it's an actual choke and you're cho- getting choked, fight it. I want you to know how close you can get. Yeah, well, everybody, how- everybody has to learn that tolerance yeah. and start pushing through it. And it's, it's you know, and I, I'm probably one of the weird ones where I enjoy going to sleep. Yeah. Even though it's been a long time since I've been asleep, but it's like, what, what you wake up from being asleep, it's like having a refreshing nap. It's like, wow. It's, like, it's such like a fucking jolt to the brain of energy. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, I feel good. Well, that's really just blood coming back no, to the brain. No, I understand that. I understand what it is, but I feel like I just took a 20-minute power nap, and I'm ready to go. So, speaking of that, one of the things that I saw at the Fight to Win tournament is one kid got choked unconscious right mm-hmm. so I was sitting by two of the refs for the tournament and the, obviously the guy that was refing that match the two guys sitting next to me were yelling at him like lift his legs lift his legs and he just wasn't doing it in which I was kind of surprised I'm like why isn't this guy lifting his legs afterwards they kind of had the discussion so I asked him like how come he didn't do that how come he didn't lift his legs to, to bring the guy back to evidently there's been a, a change on the belief of whether or not that's good for you. And they're saying that's not good for you to have someone lift your legs up to bring you back uh, to I, consciousness. I don't, I don't understand why they do it. And it helps your blood get to your brain faster. It doesn't. Your heart is what moves your brain, your blood, not your leg. Put it, put right. It, put it, that's like saying... But think about it when you do a handstand, your blood rushes to your head. So the no, same, it's, it's not even that. It's just your blood pools in your head. It doesn't rush. Right, it but it's, it. it pools to your head. So, so it's like the idea is not, that the idea, but that's the blood on the outside, not inside your brain. It's the same thing. No. Yes. No, because your blood is you, the blood that needs to go is the shit that's in your carotid arteries, which got choked. Right. No, I'm saying, but holding it's you upside down isn't going to send blood gushing down your fucking carotid. Of course it is. No, it is not. You are crazy. It's not going to like force it, but it's going to, instead of no. having it go to your legs, it's going to be harder for it to go to your legs and some of it's going to end up coming back. No. For sure. For sure not. How so? Because you're, that's not how your body works. Explain to me how the body works where that doesn't doesn't work. The, the brain is fed by carotid arteries. Okay. If you hang upside down right now, uh-huh. your heart will pump the, the blood in your veins at the same speed, at the same rate, no matter what. Uh-huh. 
that's what you could be upside down and it's going to pump no matter what at the same speed the blood that comes down and pulls in your head isn't from your veins it's the like if you cut your arm right here and you start bleeding you're not hitting a vein you're just slicing the skin same thing there's blood underneath the surface of our skin when we hang upside down it's the surface blood that rushes to our head and makes it feel like it's going to explode it's not the blood inside okay, our veins. so you're telling me that the blood inside your brain inside your skull is a different pool of blood than runs through the rest of your body yeah it, what, whatever's okay so do you through, have two hearts no you have one there's blood that's being pushed through all your veins and there's blood that's that's in your uh, that's just under the surface of your skin. You're thinking two different things. No, there's just, veins and then there's arteries. Right. Okay, those are two different things. Right, but if I if I cut your arm, I can I if right, I just so, slice your skin. Right. I'm not hitting a vein. All right. So let me ask you: If I get a deep gash, right, and I go pale, why is that? Because you you hit a vein or an artery. That means the blood that's also that was in my brain is coming right. circulating right. back you around. Have to go deep. If I slice your arm right now, just but it's on the all surface, the same. You no, don't have not. two different types of blood. No, it's the same blood, but there's blood that gets filtered through. It, it's. I, I took a phlebotomy course when I was okay. Uh, so you learned how to draw blood. That's totally I learned different. How to, right. I did that but, too. What's but the point? you had to learn about how the blood works. I think you're mis- I think you're misconstruing the blood-brain barrier. Well, all I'm saying is you can be upside down and your blood's not going to go to your brain any faster. Okay, this is why you're wrong. You ever seen a jet fighter? Yep. Okay, do you know that they make them wear a G-suit? Yes. Okay, what's the G-suit do? The, the, it stops the G-forces from bother, or from. Um, it keeps the blood up onto your upper uh, part of your body. So, for example, if I'm going, let's say if I'm in a, in a jet, right? Yeah, but you're talking G-forces and then gravity just... But it's the same thing. It's the blood moving through your body. If you're going in a centrifuge and you're spinning, that blood is going all the way to the back. That's why they end up fainting. It pulls down. It's getting pulled away from your brain. So it's no different it getting pulled away from your brain and it being stopped going to your brain. Right, but this we're talking about somebody going upside down. Nothing is stopping. There's no more G-forces being... Sucking, you yes. know, sucking the brain. No, so now this is what they tell them. So when they go in that centrifuge, right? Mm-hmm. They make them, they tell them to tighten up all their muscles as much as they can and to keep it as tight as they can. Why? Because it helps it constrict and keep everything up. So, for example, if you're closing the carotid artery, right? Mm-hmm. You're closing those two. And what happens is we push super duper hard. We push super hard to try and move. You're moving that blood, but it's getting stopped here. So now you're pushing everything, pushing really, really hard. You're also pushing everything out. So it's getting stuck right here. You're, this I don't is think like I a can channel. Get, keep it stuck. It just restrict. Sure it. can. Like if you make a fist and you put it, like you tie up. You put something a, around it. You're stopping. Tourniquet. It's the same thing. A tourniquet. A, a tourniquet choking. isn't the same as doing this. No, but a tourniquet is the same as putting in a choke. You're basically putting a tourniquet. Yeah, but we're talking two different things. Why? We're talking an artery. And we're talking a surface blood that's underneath the surface of your skin. That's two different things. No, the what blood you, that's a carotid isn't just sitting here on like on the surface. You have all this too that you got to press down. No, I understand that. But what I'm saying is the artery is what feeds the brain. Yes, correct. Where we are, so but we're, it's we're not agreeing. just you're not getting just blood straight from the carotid. You got all these other vessels that go. Then through. how come when we Close These just, are the major ones. How come These when we close just then? How come if you close just the carotids? That's you the can major kill part. 
You could kill somebody. Yeah, but that's, again, you're suffocating the brain. Right, exactly. You're suffocating it from oxygen. Right. Okay. So we're agreeing on that. No, I'm not disagreeing with you on it, but I'm saying that you're you're thinking that there's two different types of blood. No, it's the same blood. A blood cell that's going to your brain at one point might be in your feet. Right, but it's the brain, the blood that that's in the system, right. that's in the carotid, like that starts here and then goes, travels down the arm, up the right. arm, down the leg, down the leg, going all the way up, back up to the brain, all right. that stuff. That's different blood. It's not, it's different blood, but it's in a different, same blood, different system than the blood that's underneath the no. surface of your skin. No. Then how come when you cut your blood, your arm here, it's not going bloop, bloop, bloop? Because it's a different circulation. Oh, it's exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a different system. No, it's it a different. It's a different. All right. Saying it's yes. a different cir- circulation. It's a, it's like it's a different. It is a different system as far as where it's going to and what the highway, if you want to call it that yes. way. Yes. Yes. However, it's still all connected to the heart. I agree, but holding somebody upside down isn't going to make that blood go to that head any. The brain wake up any okay. faster. Right. So you're thinking about it that way. The real argument is that it's not actually good for you. That it's actually like it hurts you and whatever. That was the the argument that was going on. Which makes sense because if you look at it when you're – if you're watching a UFC fight and someone gets knocked out, you notice they don't do that anymore. They don't lift the legs up anymore. Well, yeah. Well, I I never – like I never – like it used to make me crack up as those fucking – George Dillman fuckers, when they would they would do the the dim mock shit and they would yeah. the, they would knock the guy out with their chi and then they would cross his legs and then start smacking him in the back of the head. I, if somebody smacks me in the back of the neck, I'm getting up swinging. Well, that's what I've never understood. Like I always hated when you see like a fighter get knocked out and someone like and they get up. People are always like slapping them like after a fight. Like good job. Like man, he just finished getting his fucking ass kicked for 15 minutes. Why are you slapping the guy? Don't even shake his hand. Just be like, good job. Have you ever seen in some fight in Africa? Like yeah, between, the ones that I showed you where they like jerk them off? Yes. I'm the one you that showed show you. That. Yeah. I saw that. I've seen. I showed you people jerking each other off. Right? <laughs> you didn't show me that. I find people jerking off on my own. I don't need your help to show me people jerking off. Okay. What I want to know is how fast I would act. <laughs> I wonder if... Does it wake you up faster or do you pretend hold on, hold on. you're asleep? Because I'm sure that yeah. dude pretended he was He's asleep. Like, for- hold on, hold on. Oh. All right. So explain it to these people. So what happens if you guys look up, jeez, um, uh, what was it? It was like African like fight club, like knockout like, awakening. It, Just- it's in a, it takes place in an arena and there's like a no, bunch of No, it's not an arena. Going- it's out in the open, like in an open field. Yeah, it's but like there's a bunch a- of people around. Oh, it's a big circle. It's a big it's circle a legit and there's, and there's fight all, card. There's multiple fights going on at one time. So, all right. So again, to set the scene, it's in an open, like desert kind of village area and there's Hundreds of people surrounding it, just making these circles. And there's these guys standing there. They all have one hand wrapped. They always have like one hand wrapped. I guess like their knockout hand. So they're boxing. They're literally trying to knock each other out. The difference is, is when someone gets knocked out, a crew of dudes. His will, sec- it's his corner. It's his corner. Will come rushing up. One of them lifts him up so he's sitting up while he's knocked out. And one other person's job is to reach into his pants and start jerking him off. 
And what, what I want to know is how do who they do came that? up with that? I just well, well, that. number one, who came up with that? Number two, who does do they draw straws? And does that, does that give you if you get the short straw, do you got to jerk them off, or is there a volunteer on the team? And and if there's a volunteer on the team, I I think it's got to be like, all right, who's the one with the most medical advice? Like or the mess, or maybe it's experience. whoever's got the softest hands. True, could be who's who bought lotion this week. <laughs> but I would have loved to be. A, can you imagine the conversation? Like, hey, listen, man, I'm about to go in a fight. But listen, if I get knocked out, I really need you to jerk me off. Right? It'll wake me up. It'll wake me up. Like that's the secret. Don't tell anybody. But that's the real secret. That's how I met. I managed to go through all these fights. When I get knocked out, just go ahead and just want want a couple of times back to, and we can go party tonight. You sure? You sure I should do this? 100%, bro. Trust me. Works every time. Like, who who would do that? Who huh? comes up with that? I don't know, but... Look. What would you do? I saw it. What would you... <laughs> there is I, video just, evidence of it. Just Google it. It'll pop up, but... What would you do if you were at a jiu-jitsu tournament... And you and woke up? you woke up and there's someone like, Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> Again, well, what's weird is you'd probably be in that twilight for that. Like, you wouldn't like, understand. You would be was, like, "What's going on? What Am I dreaming? Am I dreaming?" And then there would be problems, depending on who's jerking you off. What happens afterwards? Like, can you imagine if all of a sudden that happens to you, but it worked? You start questioning yourself, like, maybe, maybe I've been wrong all these years. years. Maybe, well, maybe I do bat for the team. Well, look, look, <laughs> I've always contended that. A same-sex person would be able to uh, take care of their partner better, better. than an opposite-sex person. I mean, I guess I would because know. they know how to do it. I guess you know what you know what you like. Yeah, you know what you like. No one's gonna take care of you better than you. Exactly. So you you assume that other people would like the same thing. I don't know. I guess. I mean. That's got nothing to do with getting jerked off after getting knocked out. I don't know. I'm just thinking about people jerking me off now. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Like, by the way, you, for the record, uh, don't it, don't jerk people off when they're not knocked unconscious. Well, number one, <laughs> that's and number two. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna tell a secret to any of our female listeners out there, which I don't think there's any female listeners. Oh no, there is. There is. Yeah. So female listeners. You may think you're doing something when you're trying to jerk us <laughs> off, but all you're really doing is wasting our time. I don't know. Speak for yourself, dude. Why? What? If it's just a hand, I can do that myself. Yeah, but not if you're driving. Yes, I can. I mean, if you can't, you got look, man. If you're, you're not, you're not. Look, you're not working. Wait, what, what you do? It, in the privacy of your own home or, or vehicle, car. it's up to you. But what but I'm saying is, I disagree. You disagree. Everybody, everybody, everybody does something different. Yeah, no, I mean, I you got to be adventurous. You got to switch things up a little bit. No, I get it, but it's like I'll take a a handy with your mouth. That's not a handy, then. That's a mouthy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking blow up my spot here. I'm trying to. I'm just I'm trying saying. To start, I'm trying to start a new trend. This is the new hand. Trust job. me, mouthies and handies are nothing new around no, here. No, no. Right? But hey, look, it's all about the conversation. It's it's how you go into this conversation to make it work. It's not. You don't have to. You know what I'm saying? All look, right. look. This is this is the new term that we're calling a oh your hand job. 
is really not a hand job. Have you? It's a mouth job. We were joking around about this, like when when I was joking around about you earlier. Have you ever had a role with someone where it got awkward, where it felt like you're enjoying this too much, or you're you're looking at this as something different than what it really is? Have you ever had that? No. You never sat there and like someone took your back and you felt like a little like poke in the back. No. It's really. Yeah. You never sat there and saw like you were choking someone and you can tell that they were gotten into it like a little bit more instead of trying no. to get out of it. Never. Really. I feel like that happens a lot. It may. I or just... what about someone that like all of a sudden like they started jujitsu and all of a sudden they realized like that's their thing. There's got to be jujitsu or being no no no, no like no getting like choked. Oh, I don't know. That's got to happen, right? I'm sure. I mean, look, there's a fucking, there's a, you name it out there, somebody's into it. Right, for sure. There's but people, I'm saying like. people who huff poop to get, to get. Oh, yeah, out. that I've seen. You, you know, know, the weirdest thing I saw, there was like a Vice documentary. It was this couple that all of a sudden started doing coffee enemas. Did you see this? <laughs> all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I forget what it was, how this lady figured out. I think she. She realized like it was supposed to be something. She must have read something online that it was supposed to be good to like cleanse your or detox or cleanse your body. So she's like, oh, I decided to do a coffee enema. And they literally show her laying on her side and like her washroom, like you see the dryer or something next to her. And she just sticks this tube in her butt. Why has it got to be coffee? That No, well, that was that was the thing. No, no, so but I've, heard, I've said, heard of coffee enemas, but I'm wondering... Why, why they get the caffeine straight in? It goes straight into your system. It doesn't get filtered by your liver, by your kidneys. It goes straight into your system. It gets yeah. Absorbed. But I thought it was to clean out your fucking your right. But that was the thing that the idea was that it was supposed to clean out. But all of a sudden, she realized that she was basically getting high off of caffeine going into her butt, and then she got her husband into it. So then, evidently, they became obsessed with giving each other like coffee enemas. So. Sure enough, someone's probably getting choked and enjoying it out in jujitsu. So, I'm sure I'm sure there's plenty of people. That's got to be like. Super and I'm sure awkward. there's plenty of guys, people that have like started jujitsu straight and then find out, oh, I like this too much, and maybe switch teams. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I guess, but I think it just depends on, on the person really. Like, oh, remember that? Have you ever seen the guys like the the gay wrestler guys, the ones that like we're not gay, like but we like wrestling each other. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! Like, like, yeah, like, and they, yeah, they're like in the living room or whatever, and they're like, or they got a room up. that's set up with mats, and they just, yeah, and it's like wrestling, but not that really I got like not, any problem with that. It was just like it's funny they, to see they, what, what, what they wear. Yeah, it, no, that's fucking sexual. I don't care what they say. There's, there's something sexual there. No, for sure. There, it, it's, it's, there's, they may, they say they're not gay, but it, unless you're wrestling with a girl and it's turning you on. And but if you're wrestling with a dude and it's turning you on, there's something gay about that, and there's nothing wrong with that. But don't say you're not. But yeah, gay. don't lie. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to but yourself. But some people say, have to sit there and lie about it. You know, I could be. But look, I could be wrong. Yeah, I could be knows? wrong. Like there's there's a whole new thing apparently about like we you know I didn't know it was called pegging. But you never heard of pegging? Well, until over the last. Three or four months, I've never heard of pegging before. <laughs> were you just were you looking for something new to do? No, I just heard about pegging, and um, <laughs> like there's people that there's guys that like to get pegged, and they they say they're not gay, but I, I 
Hey, it could be. They, they, could they be only that. like it by women, but I don't know, man. You sticking something in somebody's butt. That doesn't mean that they're gay. I don't know. It means you like something up their butt. That doesn't mean they're gay. They, I didn't say it did. Yeah. I'm just saying there's there's gay tenants. No, let me, someone's let me just gay say, because of who they love, not about I what they do. I understand that. But, no, it's, and it's who you're attracted to. Right, that's so what, what I'm saying. But but, like, but let me say this. Say you're, say you're a dude that likes to get pegged. Okay. And you end up going to prison for 15 years. Or you talk to the booty warrior. Yeah, are you going to... Are you, like... Look, you already like it. Do you, does it, you know, what happens? Does that make you, like... Oh, that's different, though. You're getting a whole different conversation. That's like, they say, it's like, nobody, nobody's gay in prison, or you are gay in prison, but, like, now everybody's when you come gay, out... Everybody's gay, something yeah, like that. I don't know, weird. Look, all I know is, I love watching Scared Straight. Scared Straight is one of the greatest shows of all fucking time. That no, I love. I love Cops. Cops is one of the best. I love that show. Anyway, that got super awkward, but it got pretty funny. Um, what was the the tournament? Was it Craig Jones is gonna Craig Jones versus Keenan Cornelius? All right, Craig Jones versus Keenan Cornelius for a Polaris Eight. So, to all my homies over at Polaris, if you need someone to go film up Keenan Cornelius or Craig Jones, just please fly me out there because I'd love to be a part of that one. Oh man. Oh, my shoulder's messed up. I took a shot today that I wasn't supposed to take. What do you mean a shot? Training. Like, I was holding the the bag for, for Jason, and he went to go throw a knee and completely missed the bag and ended up hitting me on the shoulder. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, thanks, Jason. Um, so, what was your, your takeaway from Miami Open? My takeaway from Miami Open... Um... I think here's what my my takeaway is: people try to get too pretty with their jujitsu, and and I've said this a million times. I think the basics are the best things to master, right. and nobody the the art of mastering the basics is gone. People are trying to master everything else. But that's always been the case. I understand that, but after watching the tournament, I've seen so many people lose because they don't know the basics. They don't know enough to get an underhook. They Where they're, like, amazing at, like, a fancy move, like a flying armbar, but then they don't know how to, like, shrimp out and get out of... Yeah, they like, can't escape a hip. Yeah. Or, you know... It's, it's amazing that that jiu-jitsu's evolved to be... And it's going to continue to evolve. But it's amazing that it's evolved to this place where, like, look, you could be... You could be a leg lock guy and know nothing else and do very very well do very very well you can master leg locks and know nothing else and that would be about all you could do and you would you would do well no i think you still have to but like you, but like if you go against somebody that can counter your leg locks right and now now you're fucked right well that's what happened with who's Amar paul harris against alan belcher yeah that's exactly what happened. After that, he was like, he kind of really didn't have anything else to, to go with. Well, well, he still finished a lot of people. Got him kicked out of UFC. Yeah. But, you know, but, yeah, but you saw what happened when somebody is versed in, in your area of expertise. And you don't know who's versed in your area of expertise. Or you might not think that that person is versed or right. that they've been studying you. 
I mean, I, I don't disagree. I definitely think that there's a lot of people that the way that, that I'm programmed is I, I'm obsessed with fine tuning the basic stuff, like and fine tuning everything. So when I see people like, okay, you're you do this okay, but you've never taken the chance to to really like go deep into it. That's why I like stuff like that Marcelo does or stuff that like how you guys are developing the leg lock thing. Like Marcelo has the Kimura system. Um, like everyone's got like a certain thing where they they find that chapter of the the story and they develop it. And then they go deep into it and they go channel after channel and they go just levels into it. I love that aspect of it because you tighten up something so much that you fine tune it. And then, like you said, you're, you're not going to get touched because no matter where you are, you're always going to be able to get it. But I definitely agreed that I was kind of surprised. And but at the same time, some of the shit that I saw, even at the blue belt level, was amazing. Oh, for sure. Some of the stuff that I saw at the blue belt level seven years ago would have been purple or brown belts. Yeah. That's, that to me is what's amazing is that there's people doing all this stuff that, you know, years ago would have been advanced stuff and now they're doing it at a blue belt. Yeah. You know, so you know what bugged me? The one thing that I saw was I was really, really surprised how many people don't know the Delahiva pass. There were so many people getting caught in Delahiva and they just had no clue how to like pass it. It was more of like a scramble of trying to figure out what to do instead of breaking the collar, like the grip, and then passing it. I was just really surprised by that. It's well, well look, it's funny is that people tend not to train Delahiva because most people use it as a transition. Like it's not it, it, a lot of people instead of instead of focusing on De La Hiva, they use their De La Hiva to transition to the back, or they they use it as a takedown. Um, you, you know, it's 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 more of a transitionary move as as opposed to an actual guard where they or an actual system or an actual system. So they don't they don't train it. So I, I but it, it, it's an whenever somebody goes to pass your guard standing. Or with a knee on the ground or one leg posted, that De La Hiva's there. So it's like everybody should be training that shit. I think the tough part is that you have to go to from De La Hiva to reverse De La Hiva. And the De La Hiva plays into half guard. So it's 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 a pretty advanced system. I think that people don't realize how, how technical you really have to be. Intricate. To be it's very that. intricate. Yeah, it's definitely not something that that is easy to master by any means, and I think. But just like anything, if you train it, yeah, you'll get it. I think like today, more people though are getting kind of pushed away by it too because of fear of the leg locks. Well, today, it, Erica, just just for example, Erica hit an armbar I taught her seven months ago in a roll, and I was like, just out of nowhere, just out of nowhere, I was like, yeah. where the hell did that come? She's like, you taught me that a long time ago. I go, I know. Yeah, I just like. I'm just surprised that you pulled it out. It's funny what you retain yeah. when you train it, and when and all of a sudden it, it it it's there, and you're like, oh yeah, boom. See, like that's not what excites me anymore. For me, the I've gotten to the point where what I really get a kick out of is the spontaneous moment of creativity that creates something. 
So where it used to be, yeah, oh, I finally got the armbar. I finally got the choke that we've been drilling for months. It's more of like being in that moment where I'm cutting to something, but instead of doing the standard, okay, I got to push here and move this way, it's more of like, why don't I try jumping this way? Or why don't I try just rotating completely? And all of a sudden end up in an arm bar or end up in a, in a total pass that the other person didn't even see coming. Like those little moments of just that spontaneous creativity is what's getting me more and more addicted all over again. Well, you, like, but it's tough to get to that point. One, one of my favorite things that I, I like to hear is people go, well, I'll, I'm going to do this in, in a tournament. And then they get it? No. They don't get it. Yeah. Because, look, you might have an idea what you think is going to happen, but I'm going to tell you what. Every fight is different. That's why I, I, tell, I tell all my guys, don't have a game plan. Your game plan is to do jujitsu. That's your game plan. Just be in the moment. Be in the moment. Look, say what you want. You know, there's a, lot, there's a school out there that says Bruce Lee wasn't as legit as... He's made out to be, yeah. but look, regardless of what you think about Bruce Lee, he is an icon in martial arts, and and his wisdom that he put into it, be like water. You should be like water when you go into a, but that's not, a match. Here, here's the thing, though. Like I think people got to remember, that's that wasn't his creation of school of thinking. I mean, that's a more of like a, a Musashi, like... Um, what should we call it? Um, art of war type of thing, where you got to be in the moment, right? Like, or the circle of five rings, you got to be in the moment. But but putting it, be, the cup comes to cup. Yeah, the way that he put the it. The way that he put it. Yeah. You know, the water becomes the cup. Yeah. And I like. To, I'm trying to do it the way he said it. Yeah. It's, it's awesome hearing him say it. Yeah, yeah. But being like water, being able to adapt to whatever you're being presented with, it to me is should be the goal. Yeah. Don't go in there. Okay, I'm gonna go for the takedown and try. I'm gonna I'm gonna take his back. Yeah. That's what I'm planning on doing. No, you might be against going against a guy that all he defends, he might have the best back taker on the planet in his school. So, yeah, you, you can take his back, but you're you're gonna get stalled out. So what good is that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's it's becoming like it's understanding the way of the flow. Really, it's just really getting the way of the flow. So instead of being like this is my game plan it's really being able to to flow from one transition to another and being able to to act and react without thinking that's really the way that that i see it well it's it, it, it well yeah i mean it comes down to be adaptability yeah that's the bottom line it comes down to adaptability whatever your opponent has you shouldn't worry about what your opponent has. Yeah. You should just worry about getting them into what you have. Work with what you get. Yeah. It's really but but like what worry you, about doing it into your way, not yeah. their way. Too many people go, like watch game film and go, oh, this guy does this, so I'm going to defend this the whole yeah. time. No. Worry about, instead of doing that, come up with a way um, to work them into your game. Find game a system. way. Yeah. Find a, an organic way. Oh, you have to do both, though. You do have to like be aware of what their like their tendencies are, and then work that into how are you going to use it, how are you against them using your system? Yeah, using your system, yeah. not, not like like uh, Connor 
Connor had a great breakdown. I don't know if you read it on yeah. Instagram. I don't agree with 100% with what he said, but yeah, I, well, he I, said, it was a good I, breakdown. He, he, I agreed because he, he, I believe he won the third round. Yeah. Hands down. Um, he lost the first and second. Yeah. Third was his, and he got beat in the fourth. And, and, he, he, and um, that, that, you know, that's kind of, and he said it in there. He goes, I did not train for his stand-up. Yeah. I trained only for his wrestling. That's why I got clipped. I can understand that. Yeah. You know, he was he didn't respect his hands because he was so worried about his wrestling. Yeah. So I, I and 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 so I think we what we, the takeaway from that is you have to pre like you know to take a line from fucking Roadhouse and, mm. and Patrick Swayze, you have to expect the unexpected. Yeah. I hate that saying. Yeah. Expect the unexpected. Roadhouse. But Roadhouse. The fact is, is you don't know what you're going in there to be. So you yeah. want to be as well-rounded as humanly possible. Have your bottom techniques, have your top techniques, have your takedown techniques, have your pass techniques. It's like, that's what you need. Yeah. Yours, you don't have... You need your library. And you have to be able, yes, you have to have your catalog and you have to be able to pick and choose. You got to download that shit real quick, like like Neo. Yeah. Okay, I need a fucking... Okay, I'm in guard. I need to pass real quick. Boom. And it, and it can't be, you know... It, it's got to be... Speed of thought. Speed of thought. And you get that from repetition training and being in these situations. Yeah. So speaking of wrestling, Ben Askren possibly being traded to the UFC for Demetrius Johnson. It's funny how we talked about that. And now... Well, remember, I'm the one that made the bet... About him possibly going to the UFC. You said no. No, that like it would be happen within a year. Yeah, but you said you said he wouldn't be able to handle the top. No, I said that if it wouldn't happen within the year, it wouldn't happen. For sure, he can't handle the top guys in the UFC. For sure, at one seventy. For sure. All right. I think so. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll see. And I told you because your your our argument was. A, I think he's a great fighter because... I think he's a great athlete and a great and he, wrestler. And he, and he can impose his will on almost anybody on the planet, apparently. We'll find out, hopefully. Imagine him versus Khabib. I think that'll be... A money... That would be a that grappling That would be a money match. fight, yeah. That'll be a grappling match. I think on that one, Ben Askren might actually have better hands against him than Connor did because of the wrestling. I think that like that would come out more towards the who lands a couple of the dirty punches more than anything else. That'll probably be the the way that goes if you ever did that. But if Ben Askren comes to the UFC for sure, GSP is coming back. You think GSP wants to fight Ben Askren? Oh, for sure. I saw that Anderson Silva wants to fight Connor. Yeah, didn't didn't Anderson Silva say he could get down to like one seventy five or something I like that? I doubt that. I highly doubt that. No way he could do that. But did you did age. you read that? I don't think so. I don't remember reading that. Total side note. You know what movie I finally saw the other day? What? Get out. Oh, that movie's great. Isn't that it? movie is fucked up, man. That movie was good. I kind of like. There's the only thing that pissed me off was towards Hold the on. end. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tried to block that. <laughs> Anything else? 
<coughs> was that on purpose or just because I said it? <coughs> really? Oh my gosh. What the hell is wrong with I you? I am sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I told you, allergies are a motherfucker. That was like six in a row. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Are you sure you don't have Tourette's? <laughs> that's like a definitely a Tourette's thing. Wow. That was pretty bad. My grandfather one time on a road trip from, he, my, my grandfather and I, or road trip from here to New York, from Florida to New York. Right. We were in like South Carolina. He sneezed, and I'm not exaggerating this. You can ask Nana. And if anybody meets my grandmother out there, that's her name. You just call her Nana. Um, he sneezed 17 times in a row. 17 times in a row? 17 at times at in a row. At what point in time did anyone just sit there and say, hey, maybe he's having a stroke? Maybe we should pay attention to him and not just let him sneeze for 17 times in a row. Like none? No, because it was a sneeze. No, there's a sneeze and then there's having a seizure with your nose. I don't know. No, he was driving. He was fine. And my grandfather used to sneeze. He used to sound like this. He used to go, Aisha! Aisha! See, my dad screams. My dad does like this high-pitched scream. He's like, Rah! I'm like, really, man? <laughs> like, really? And he'll do it. It doesn't matter if it's like 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, he'll be sitting there. My dad and I have the same problem. So, like, I remember, like, in high school, I would wake up, and I would be, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning because I can't sleep. And sure enough, he would, like, wake up, like, five minutes after me. But, um, Petey, get out of here. Don't chew on the wire. Um, what are you doing, buddy? He would sneeze at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. And it would be super loud, and I'd hate it. I'd hate it so much because he would scream. Like, dude, I can't do this. I don't know where he got that from. I'm so glad it's not hereditary because I'd yeah. be so pissed. Oh, man, my shoulder's fucked up. Anyway, Get Out, I thought that movie was awesome until a couple of things at the towards the end that kind of like pissed me off. Like? So, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Total spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Get Out, then that's on you. If you waited longer than I did to watch it, then go fuck yourself. Anyway, um, at the end, when they're doing the surgery, they have candles. If you're doing open, like, brain surgery, you're not going to have fucking candles in the room because you don't need ambiance to sit there and do a brain transplant, all right? So that's your... That, that's your... That was my thing. Like, this movie is so great. And then they're holding the candles. The candles that they have up are on, like, a microphone stand. Like, I saw it falling. Like, okay, well, you had a bigger budget. You could afford an actual, like, giant candelabra instead of having a fucking microphone stand. But other than that, I thought the movie was fucking awesome. I thought it was really well done. Like, at first I was like, man, did they give him the, the award because it was just kind of like, oh, because he's African-American, this, that. No, it's a legit good fucking movie. No, it's a great movie. He did a good fucking movie, and he did that one on, like, on a tight budget. So I'm really curious to see what he does next with a, with a bigger budget. Uh, so Queen movie? Queen movie. You're going to be all about that? Of course. I was listening to the soundtrack the other day. Of the movie? Yeah. What who, did they? They, they it? edited it like they edited like a couple of things. It kind of just like flows a little bit more into it, so it should be pretty good. What are you doing? Why are you texting? I'm not texting. I'm waiting. I'm trying to look up something on. 
but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to make a rule of like no texting during the fucking podcast. They're like, okay, well, say what you're looking up. What are well, you looking up? I was looking besides up besides Well, besides <laughs> pegging, um, the whole African American thing with with Key and Peel. What about it? Um, I think both of them are mixed race. It's funny how. Um, I don't think it matters. No, I I know that, but it's funny how they get people get identified by half their bloodline now. Uh, everybody is taking that like way too fucking out of like hand. Yeah, it's just it's just like I had a like believe it or not I had a breakthrough in um, pegging <laughs> or not a pegging. breakthrough but like with with yoga. Well, which I, I I could almost dedicate a whole podcast to yoga. How much I I believe in yoga now, but um, the yoga I take is very meditative. And, and what what he was something he was talking about one of the one of the instructors Frankie um, about how everything all conflict comes from a differing of ideas. Yeah, and ideas should not lead to violence. An idea should be this is what I think. This is what you think. And I can understand that. I can respect that that's what you think. But, uh... Right. I think, it. well, it's just a a clash of beliefs more than anything. Yeah. But what's funny is, like, you brought that up, is I was thinking about it the other day, and it, randomly while driving. Everything that you see, everything that that we use, tools and technology and stuff all started out as a thought or a dream or an idea. It all literally started as a random piece of information in your head and somehow got manifested into a physical thing. You know you know where I have my best ideas? Uh, in, in the, the sh- toilet? In, no, in the shower. A lot of people do because you're just like flowing. Well, no, I, I figured out that they've done a study. Why? Yeah. It's because you're in a relaxed state. Yeah, of course. And when, once you're in a relaxed state, everything is 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 uh, is easy, unimpended. It's, it's so it's like what you what you get from that is what you would get from meditating. It's a mini meditation when you're in the shower. Yeah. Well, so, that's why I like the uh, the what you may call it um, the flotation tank is so good. It's such a cool thing. You haven't done that yet. No. Oh, you have to do it. It's so good. It actually helped my back out a big like uh, a big time uh, on there. Uh, they don't have the one here in Delray anymore, but I think they are opening up one in, in Pompano. There's one in Delray or no, not Deerfield. In yeah, I think that one that float, flotate, floatate. Yeah, like you, you should go check it out. It's actually really cool. Yeah, I, I always wanted to. Um, yeah, I told you like the the first one that was here in the area. Did I ever tell you that story? No. The first one that was down here in Florida. I like heard about it years and years ago. It's like I wanted to go do it. I wanted to go try it, check it out. But there was only one tank in. Like all of Florida, and it was in Boca, but it wasn't at a store or a spa or whatever. It was somebody's garage. It was somebody's house, and it was this random guy. He had this tiny little fake website, and I remember like, okay, let me just check it out. Let me send him an email and see what this is all about. Give it a shot. Let's give him the benefit of that. And it was the creepiest fucking thing. So I sent him a message saying, hey, uh, you know, I'm interested about trying out your flotation tank. Like, how does everything work? Like, what's the procedure? He's like, oh, well, you'll come over to my house and you, like, he 
gave me like the whole spiel on what that whole idea is. But I tell people they, they need to shower before they go in because like of the salt and somebody else uses it. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You telling me I gotta go into a stranger's house, take a shower in their house, again, total fucking stranger, and then I gotta get naked because he said like clothing, like you're not allowed to have clothes. Some flotation tanks, like places will tell you you can wear board shirts if you want, but you should be naked. And it's like, no, you have to be naked. I don't allow clothes of mine. I'm like, mm, pitch black. Easily could be a fucking like night vision camera in there. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pass on this one, buddy. This is one for the bucket list. I'm gonna have to go ahead and hold off on. Thank God, I never heard about that one ever again. I think he had the website up for like another year, and that was it. I don't roll the dice. Uh, <laughs> Depending no. on the price. No, no way. I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm pretty sure I got enough pictures of my penis around on the internet. I need to have like a whole video out there. Uh, well, whatever, dude. Uh, it's whatever. whatever. If I'm gonna put it out there, I better get paid. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I get whatever. paid for, for this one. It's a penis. It's a penis. Um, I still want to do this Oktoberfest podcast. We got to plan this out. Even if it's in November. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. I just want to do that drunken drunken podcast. podcast. We'll do yeah. And Brooks seems down with it. Uh, Brooks, for those of you that don't know, Brooks is my partner here at Temple, along with Lee. Along with Lee, but Brooks is one. Of the, we're gonna do it at his house. Yeah, I told him we're gonna do it at his house. So, like, in case we get wrecked, we can crash. He's like, no, no, we're coming over here to the gym and doing this. So, yeah, but we gotta. We yeah, gotta play he's an out. experienced drinker. He oh. doesn't. Re- so are you. Yeah. You guys got to realize I am not. I well, that's why I sat there and said that we need to do it over at his we house. We need, need to do it at a place where I can be safe. Sean is kind of like the high schooler. He's McLovin when it comes to beer drinking. Like we gotta, we gotta reel him in little by little, because otherwise it gets out of hand pretty quick. The only downside is you can't use your your uh, your manly. Uh, puffiness of attracting women like when it's just us when it's just us yeah so I might have to go and parade you around afterwards be like hey everybody meet my meet my drunk friend Sean like who wants to see my dick (laughs) (laughs) we're going streaking through the quad I do that anyway oh man should probably wrap this up it's been about an hour I'm losing my voice yeah, you did pretty good for a sick fucker. It says the guy who sneezed 20 fucking times in a row over here. What do you want from me? I got allergies. Oh, man. Uh, what do we got planned for, for this weekend? You got anything planned? No. Um, not that I know of. All right. We got to start planning some stuff out for the holidays. Do some uh, some cool road trips. You you guys got a Halloween party coming up on Monday. Shit, that's right. I got to do that. <laughs> I got I to gotta figure out what's going to happen with that. But... I think we're going to wrap it up, folks. Uh, yep, it's time for me to go. Be sure to follow us. Subscribe to the podcast. Check out our sponsors, Chocaloha. Go to chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Excuse me, I'm burping. That's definitely time for us to go. Go to chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Get 20% off your total order. Go to Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co., Use the promo code JJ Radio. Get 10% off. Help support them. And uh, pick up some of the new liquid soap. And then check out giraffechoke.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio to get 20% off your orders of $50 or more. And be sure if you're down here in South Florida to come check out Nomad Surf Shop. 
Tell them you heard about us. Tell them you heard about uh, Nomads from Jiu-Jitsu Radio, and you'll get 10% off even a surfboard. Even a surfboard. 10%. I got I to go scope that out. Yeah. I got enough skateboards. I need another surfboard maybe. You don't use the one you got right now. The skateboard? No, the surfboard. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, go ahead and follow us follow Jiu-Jitsu Radio on Instagram check out Sonder Marketing check out all my behind the scenes photos at Fight to Win they finally got up there big thanks to alldaybjj.com for the opportunity and uh, check out Sonder Marketing on Facebook too for all the photos go ahead and follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ on Instagram and uh, check out my website My Cosmic Journey and pick up some of my photos and uh, help support the podcast other than that I think we're Audi 5000 yeah I guess so alright peace out bye you can't leave us here's the deal I'm the best there is plain and simple I mean I wake up in the morning I piss excellence and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, living the right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! <laughs>